minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Angel on the 
everywhere. Just gotta find them every day. Angels everywhere to keep you safe. Safe to be.
there to help each other. Cause we all are one, together we'll get it done. Let our neighbors come, let the whole world know. We all love neighbors, we all love Hesed, we are together, we'll lend a hand today. Let's raise our hands, let's raise our hands, let's raise our hands, let's raise our hands.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning with R.E.A. Kunstler. Hey, last Wednesday morning we were with R.E.A. Kunstler. <laughs> if you missed it when we did the show from Cedar Market right before Purim last Wednesday, R.E.A. Kunstler did our live music. He was spectacular. I think he actually played that song live at Cedar Market in Teaneck, New Jersey, and I thank him for joining us last week. He's one of those artists who, when you ask, uh, they basically answer uh, where and when. And I thank him for being in that category and for joining us last Wednesday here at JM and the AM. It's the 19th of March, the 17th day in the month of Adar 2. Before Arye Kunstler, you heard Uncle Moishi of Volume 17 with We Are a Nation. The cast of Achenu with Kadshenu. You heard God Elbaz, who I see again ended up in the top uh, nine at nine last night, with Rock Khan. Nachbisa, done by the Chevra. Hine was uh, Lipa Schmelzer off of the Hidden Spark. And a Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday with 33 degrees, the wind chill at 24. Can you believe we're still doing the whole wind chill thing? My gosh. 82% humidity, winds in north at 11 miles per hour, and I am officially, I mean, I said this already earlier in the week, and I think I've been saying it all winter, but I will say it again. I'm officially tired of this cold weather. Afternoon showers today with a high temperature of 44, then tonight rain with a low of 41. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high Thursday, 54 degrees. So we'll get up there. I think uh, I think the weekend will start also with temperatures in the 50s before it goes back down on Sunday. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 70. Tel Aviv and Haifa both at 66. A lot at 68. We're at 33 with a wind chill of 24, waking up on a Jersey City Wednesday morning. Well, our friends at OHEL, we announced yesterday that our friends at OHEL are going to be in studio today because they have an announcement, a very interesting announcement, to say the least, about an event that's coming up. And we've had interesting OHEL events in the past. There have been concerts and there have been dinners and there have been, uh, I see they have a legislative breakfast coming up. There are a lot of interesting things. I don't think any as interesting as this one. About an hour from now, we'll start getting details on the air right here at JM and the AM and you'll... I think find it fascinating. Yeah. It's the type of event that it may take some real arm twisting to get someone to participate in. <laughs> Sometimes we use that expression when it comes to dinners and other things, but, you know, we mean it in a uh, general and non-literal sense. This may be literally an event that will take some real arm twisting to get someone to participate Details coming up, hour number two this morning here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Hamme vorig mis vorig, wie wir was sich schälen, Akkord ist vorig. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yaakov Shweki. He calls that Tfilat Kala off of his uh, new album entitled Kolod. Yitzi Spinner had Modani Simcha Liner in a song that I believe ended up at number one in our top nine at nine last night, a show that you could hear right after J.M. in the A.M. this morning. It gets repeated at nine o'clock this morning. That's Pischi Lee with Simcha Liner. Tzali Gold had Ivdu and Avremel. Avram Freed had bench to open up that set. Wednesday, 19th of March, 17th of Adar 2 with 33 degrees. 24 is the wind chill. Afternoon showers and a high temperature of 44. Big announcement from Ohel coming up. Plenty more between now and 9 a.m. And, of course, our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Uh, reminder, our social media is uh, really easy to follow. Go to uh, Facebook and uh, like the following page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel on Twitter, at Nahum Siegel Net, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L-N-E-T. That keeps you up to date on everything happening in the world of great Jewish radio. So make sure to be uh, tuned in uh, on our radio and on our on your radio, I should say, <laughs> and on your computer app or whatever method you use to tune us in. And of course, uh, be in touch with those social media sites. Nine o'clock this morning, the top nine at nine. Yes, he's wag. We'll count them down. And as I said, Simcha Liner again seems to have proven some dominance in the weekly nine at nine. <laughs> Uh, news from Israel is next. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from Jam in the End. העלמות המטוס המלזי, בדיקת הסימולטור שהחזיק הטייס בביתו, מגלה שקבצים נמחקו ממנו במכוון, כתבתנו נעמה ארטשיק. השבוע נלקחו מחשבי סימולטור הטיסה שנמצאו בביתו של הקברנית זהרי אחמד שעה לבדיקה, וכעת עולה כי נמחקו ממנו קבצים בתחילת החודש שעבר. לפי הדיווח בסוכנות הידיעות AP, הרשויות במלזיה שניתחו את הנתונים מהסימולטור גילו קבצים חסרים שטרם ידוע מה היה תוכנם, אך הם מנסים לשחזר אותם. אחרת, כך אמר היום שר ההגנה של מלזיה במסיבת עיתונאים. בכנסת נערך היום בצהריים דיון 40 חתימות מיוחד בהשתתפות ראש הממשלה. כדבתנות אמר ירושלמי מוסרת שיושב ראש האופוזיציה יצחק בוז'י הרצוג תקף בחריפות את נתניהו וטען כי נכשל בהורדת מחירי הדיור. בשנים האחרונות הנדלן תחת אחריותך התייקר ב-80 אחוזים. בראש השנים האלה אתה אחזת בהגה. אחזת ואיבדת אחיזה. אתה ראש ממשלה בדיליי, וחמור מכך, אתה ראש ממשלה שלא עומד בהצהרות שלו עצמו. לפני כן פירט נתניהו את מאמצי ממשלתו בתחום. הפתרון האמיתי לבעיית מחירי הדיור זה הגדלה משמעותית של ההיצע. זה עושים, אנחנו עושים על ידי הגדלת הדירות שמתחילות בבנייה, ויש עלייה מתמדת, אבל זה לא מספיק. אנחנו צריכים לסגור פער שקיים, וכדי לסגור את הפער הזה אנחנו צריכים להאיץ. את התכנון והשיווק. פרסום ראשון, חודש אחרי אירוע הירי בחלר רימונים. דוח של השב"ס חושף עלייה בהיקף הברחות אמל"ח וסמים לתוך בתי הסוהר. 
כתבתנו אורנית פורן. מנתוני הדוח עולה כי בשנת 2013 נרשם גידול של עשרות מקרי הברחות סמים ואמל"ח לבתי הכלא בישראל. נתיבי ההברחות באמצעות ספקי מזון שמגיעים לכלא, במהלך ביקור עורכי דין ומשפחות, ובאמצעות ההסלקה לאיברים מוצנעים. המשרד לביטחון פנים יחד עם השב"ס פועלים להסדרת חקיקה שתחמיר בענישה של מבריחים, כשהעונש המרבי צפוי להגיע עד עשר שנות מאסר במקום שישה חודשים. תלמיד כיתה ט' מכפר בצפון נדקר בידו בבית הספר ונפצע קל. ארבעה קטינים בני 14 ו-15 נלקחו לחקירה במשטרה. מהומה בוועדת הכספים במהלך הדיון על סגירת רשות השידור. עובדי הרשות תקפו בחריפות את שר התקשורת ארדן ואת רם לנדס שעמד בראש הוועדה שהמליצה על המהלך. כתבנו עומר קדרון מביא את הקולות. השר נתן הוראה להפסיק לשלם את האגרה, אנשים לא משלמים אגרה, אתם לא מבינים מה קורה. אה, מוציא תעודת פטירה לעיני כל האומה, מוציא הלא לשלם אגרת טלוויזיה, ונראה עוד חודשיים שלילדים לא יהיה מה לאכול, נראה מה יהיה איתו בסביון. התחזית מחר עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
135, you see, Second Temple gone and we're exiled. Your mother then stepped up and all she deceived. You had a bridge cause she has changed a child. You learned Torah in Tekoa now. So many rabbis knew that you are the champ. You had the wealth, the jewels, land and more. Caesar even came into your camp. So we'll say, Mishnah compiler and great leader was he. He took it all and wrote it down. Hanasi, some called him Rabbeinu Hakadosh, others just Rabbi. Great helper to everyone, that's Rabbi Hanasi. Yes, he decided, because all were nervous, to stop the loss of the oral Torah. He made the Mishnah into books of six and continued on with Halakha. Gave most of what he had away to less fortunate than he did not exclude. He gave them food. That's Rabbi Hanasi. Oh my. Sadi. Rabbi. Rabbi Hanasi in the Sanhedrin. President of that. Moved it to Bechiarim. That is where he sat. When he left his goof, his life ended here. Arab Shabbat, he'd make Kiddush. Take a sip for his family, he'd reappear. When he taught, he'd often stop and cover his eyes. Say Shema, then continue the sheer. Taught Rabbi Rabbi Chia, Shmuel Yachinai, and Rabbi Barbachana's there. Lots of spiritual verse in Prichayavot. What you do here, Hashem's gonna know. He gained the most from his students' mouth and his colleagues and his teachers know. Look at his two hands before he went heavenly. I did not take pleasure from this world, said Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, Hana, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, Hana, Rav Yehuda,
JM in the AM. It's the Shira Choir with a uh, a piece on YouTube that's gotten uh, about 11,000 views already. It's the Iron Teitelbaum Orchestra with the Shira Choir at the Rechnitz Wedding with what they call the Rechnitz Medley here at JM in the AM. Before that, Rav Yehuda Hanasi Shlakrak from the CD entitled Still Not Quite on Broadway. And, of course, the great Rav Shlomo Kalbach opened up the hour with uh, Vaha'er Enenu. Here on a JM and the AM Wednesday morning. Well, coming up about 15 minutes from now, an insane announcement from our friends at OHEL. <laughs> that's how I'm putting it. They've got an event coming up that's like none other that they've ever done. That I can guarantee you. And we'll talk about it and why I consider it insane. Uh, about 15 minutes from now here at JM and the AM. Uh, 19 minutes after the hour, a uh, big, big... Uh, good luck, Hatzlacharabah, to all those who are in the playoffs, who are heading toward championships. I know some of the champions in the Yeshiva League have already been crowned, but there are, um, that's right, Crown Trophy took care of that. Uh, but I, I know that there are others that are now heading <coughs> to championship games and other very serious games this time of year, including the Sarachek tournament, which starts uh, a week from tomorrow. So we wish good luck and Hatzlacharabah to all the teams. As they embark on these, uh, really, in, uh, some of them are incredible games and uh, and wonderful activities that are happening in the Yeshiva League. Uh, more coming up at JM and the AM. This is from Eighth Day. We're at ninety one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at ninety one point nine FM, and around the world on the web, JM and the AM dot org. <laughs>
Zevi Kaufman from the Language of My Soul CD, before that eighth day with the Kalbach medley. J.M. and A.M. Wednesday, 7.30 in the morning, and our big announcement from our friends at Ohel is coming up. A very interesting announcement, to say the least. Rabbi David Goldwasser has said his words, Zechonishmas, are of Zebin of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on tefillah. A person is walking in the street. He hears a little child crying. The child is looking for his mother who has left the house. It's simple for us to determine whether the mother left a long time ago or she just left. If the child is screaming, Mommy, Mommy, then the mother probably just left. However, if the child cries weakly, it's probable that the mother has been away for quite a while and the child doesn't really expect his mother to hear his voice. Similarly, says the Dubna Magid, we unfortunately don't daven with all of our koyach, but rather mitzvahs anoshim lemodo, mitzvahs by rote. If a novi would come and reveal to us how now is an ace rotson, the charm time, whatever we ask for is going to be accepted before Hashem, we would scream. However, we have distanced ourselves from that, and therefore our Avodah Hashem could be improved. We learn in Masech Tainus that it was during a Tkufa, a period of Atsiris Geshamim when the rains were withheld. Rebbe Eliezer had decreed 13 public fasts, but the rain still didn't fall. The people had become too used to fasting in the Seder, the order of the Tfilas. They started to leave. Rebbe Eliezer called out, have you prepared graves for yourself? Rashi says that since the tefillahs haven't been answered, they had to prepare because there's going to be death as a result of the starvation. Rebeliezer's words made a profound impression on them. They had charata, they regretted their deeds, they did tshuva, and then their tefillahs, their prayers were accepted. The entire nation burst out in tears and rain fell. What happened here? Thirteen public fasts. The nation still didn't understand what they were supposed to do. 
It was only after Rabbi Eliezer got upset with them that they understood the severity of the situation and they cried out to the Rebbe Shalom. Rav Chaim Balazhner writes in the Nefesh Chaim that every word of tefillah rises to Shemayim to carry out the specific task that it was assigned. The person who davens becomes a partner of Hashem in the building and in the establishment of a multitude of worlds. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. The Wise Studs with me, Von Siach, here on a uh, a, two, a Wednesday morning broadcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. 33 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high temperature of 44. Rain for tonight and partly cloudy tomorrow, and it will actually warm up a bit, believe it or not. <laughs> After these uh, five months of a horrible winter, maybe we're finally turning a corner. Uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 54. 33 right now. J.M. in the AM at 21 minutes before 8 o'clock. Well, minutes ago, I posted on both the Facebook and Twitter uh, the following in anticipation of the conversation that's about to happen here at J.M. in the AM. I posted an insane event announcement from OHEL next on J.M. in the AM uh, because I do believe that um, some people out there are going to find this event announcement a little crazy, a little bit over the top, so to speak. Some might even say a little bit over the edge. (laughs) Oh, boy, what a sense of humor. You'll all get it in a minute when you find out what's going on. Robert Katz, of course, is here. We know him not only as uh, one of our close friends, but also as the Chief Development Officer at OHEL Children's Home and Family Services. Good morning, sir. I thought of you this morning. I was reading the Jewish Week article about Sandy Koufax, and I said it's one you would enjoy. How do you like that? I read it. Did you read it? Saw the picture of Jeff Gurak and the young lad with Sandy in the dugout. That was a cool picture. Yeah. And I assume that was at Chase Stadium. You understand this always happens when we're on the air. I mean, we can go on to sports talk for the next hour. But, yes, of course, it was. I assume it was in the Chase Stadium visitor's dugout. (laughs) That's what I'm assuming. Yes. And, And we do have some sports talk this morning. If you call this event a sports event. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lori uh, Senezer is here this morning. She is Senior Event Coordinator at OHEL Children's Home and Family Services. Lori, good morning to you. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here today. I appreciate that very much. We're excited to have you here, and I'm sure some people are excited about the announcement you're about to make. I don't know if I am, because I'm sure after this conversation, 
I'll be called a lot of different names like uh, chicken and yellow and all the other things that people say about people who are cowards. I'm not willing to go ahead and do what you're proposing. At least I don't think so. Maybe you can convince me. But I, I am told by Robert Katz and others that there are people in this audience and there are people who are supporters of OHEL and there are folks in general in our community who would go for this event that we are about to announce. May I tell our audience what's going on? Yes, I would be pleased for you to do that. All right. OHEL has announced something called Extreme Over the Edge. Many people have done a lot of interesting things over the years, uh, whether it be walkathons, marathons, uh, learnathons, all these different things that they uh, get sponsored and they help raise money for a great organization. OHEL is a great organization. The event that they have put together, uh, where you can register and get sponsored and help raise money for this incredible cause. Listen carefully, folks. And this is why it's called Extreme Over the Edge. You will have the opportunity to repel 20 stories off of a building in downtown Newark, New Jersey for OHEL on May the 20th of 2014. It's with, the, with beautiful views of the Manhattan skyline. There are other Thank ways of getting... I can ride on Route 280 <laughs> and get a beautiful view <laughs> of the Manhattan skyline. In fact, if I'm in a certain place in West Orange on one of those nice little mountains... Not hanging from a rope 20 stories up, you ain't. Correct. But that, that's my point exactly. No <laughs> adrenaline rush. Correct. That's also true. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy. You could repel 20 stories, join dozens of fellow thrill-seekers as they repel over a 20-story building with amazing views of Manhattan. Proceeds will benefit OHEL individuals with disabilities. You could register at OHELDOYOUDARE.org. They couldn't even do this at the regular website. That's how crazy this thing is. They, could, they have to actually create an OHELDOYOUDARE.org, uh, which gives you all the details about it, and that's where you could register. And obviously, Lori is uh, the best resource to uh, get information and to register. You could reach her during the day by dialing 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. Let me, just, yeah. let me just explain. For people who are sitting there in their cars or, or listening at home going, what, what? This is a branded <clears throat> fundraising idea. Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get we to all that. We are the first Jewish right. organization to ever right. do this. And we will get to that as well. Go ahead. But okay. there's one thing I must ask Lori first, and that is tell me about the uh, the genesis of this idea. Who on earth thought that people in our community might be interested in repelling 20 stories off of a building in downtown Newark. Then we'll talk about how well-organized and how safe, so to speak, this thing is. But how did this all start? Well, Robert had come into my office, and he said, Lori, we need to come up with an idea different. No one else has done it. And he, it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. He says, you have till 12. <laughs> so I am an idea hamster. And I got online and I started, you know, thinking, what could we do? And, you know, I was typing furiously, trying to figure out something. You know, a bolathon would be good. Right. I couldn't could contain the word thon. Okay? <laughs> oh, really? I wanted no thons. I could have there part- are plenty of thons, how, Baruch Hashem. How about, a, I don't know, a, a bowling tournament? We could have had a bowling tournament that raised money for OL. That might have worked. I would even participate in that. So when I when this ca- it came across on the on the web, it said over the edge. It's a company that's been in existence right. for twelve years. So I saw the video and I was blown away. And a lot of the the non-Jewish uh, nonprofits have done it. And I brought Robert in. I showed him the video. 
he had a blank look on his face, his mouth dropped, he said, this is it. So we conti- then we went to propose it to the rest of our team, and we continued to have blank looks yeah. on, on faces. And uh, You're lucky I don't work there. I would, have, yeah. I would have been against it from day one. Yeah. So, so were the insurers. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. No, but they're fine with it. Don't I know, worry. I'm kidding. Yes, yes. And, when we, and we, when we say non-Jewish organizations, we're talking Cancer. across the country. Right. Special Olympics. prominent Olympi- secular Special yes. Olympics. Cancer Make-A-Wish. Society. American Cancer yeah. Society. Special, right. Yeah. They've all done they this. They all do it. They're in Miami. They're in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Right. They're, Canada. They're, at, they're out in L.A. So this yeah. is the first time we are assuming that any uh, noticeably, identifiably Jewish organization is offering its sponsors, its participants, its volunteers, whatever you want to call it, to repel off of a building 20 floors up. By the way, is that how it works? You literally start on the roof, like you start at the very top of the building and you just... Uh, sort of like you would be mountain climbing and rappelling off a mountain, same exactly, thing? Exactly, exactly. So here we are in the tri-state area, very few mountains where we can rappel, so we go ahead and use a 20-story building that's available. Exactly. Who and gave you the building, or did they take care of that? Uh, Heritage Capital Group, yeah. a company, a real estate portfolio. But you have to approach them, or this group helped you approach no, them? No, no, we approached them. You go to a group that yeah. you know has property in downtown Newark. Yes. And they, they didn't think you were crazy? No, actually, this this gentleman just kind of looked at us and said, I'm in. Go ahead. Yeah. Have them yeah. set it up, put all the ropes wherever you need to put them. I mean, I have to say, his <laughs> lawyers, of course, were like, wait, 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 right. wait. But um, once they vetted the company and saw that their safety record and it's, you know, it's really a I mean, did these notch. folks then come in and take a look at the building to see if it's, you know, doable there and if it's... Uh, up to snuff and uh, absolutely, we engage the uh, the engineer from their building. Right. The engineers come in from um, all over the United States. They have engineers that work for Over the Edge, and they do an assessment. They also do an aerial assessment. And what happens is, uh, you know, they have to make sure that the building is suitable and is up to snuff on OSHA standards. OSHA right. is a safety body that the federal and state government uh, requires for any type of uh, scaling outside of buildings. And they're, they're actually, their certification is even better than the OSHA. They use SPRAT, which is the top worldwide renowned uh, regulation. They go with the best. At they first I thought best. it was called SPLAT. I'm like, no, we don't want to use that organization for over the edge. Yeah. Do I know anybody or have I heard of somebody who has in fact done this? Do we know anybody out there? That, I don't know, famous person, not famous, uh, somebody in our community, not in our community, that I might know or have heard of that has done this repelling 20 stories off of a building. Do we know anybody like that? No, I, I did go to an event in Delaware. Yeah. And some of the... You were a spectator. I was a spectator. They walked us through it. We went to the top, and there were some government officials that were going over, and uh, one went over. He was the governor of Delaware. He was wearing... Um, the governor of Delaware did it. Yeah, yeah. He had a tuxedo on. He went over. A couple people were wearing Spider-Man costumes. Did he seem scared, apprehensive? No, he was a real ham. He was going down, waving. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this thing is what? Safer than I think, or easier than I think, or... In 12 years, the company has been in existence, zero incidents, and pa pa pa, and uh, <laughs> and they are. Um, it, they actually this one particular event we were at. They have an 89 year old man who goes over in Delaware, and yeah, every year because the charity was you know very close to his heart, and 
you, you don't have to. It, there's no age requirement. Just a weight requirement. You right. can't be over 350 pounds. Uh, otherwise, it's it's very very safe. I mean, if you saw what they do on the top, they're drilling all the apparatuses into the physical building. Right. And um, and you start on the roof, and you literally climb over the wall oh and yeah. start to go down. It is absolutely frightening, but and amazing. two hundred stories. We're talking obviously around two hundred feet high. Twenty stories. I mean, <laughs> twenty stories. Twenty stories. Talking about about two hundred feet high. Now, by the way, we have a staff member in a wheelchair who's going to be going over the edge. Are they afraid of that? Are they worried about trying to do that? Meaning the company. Who, the organization? Yeah. They put people over all the time. Even in wheelchairs. In Even wheelchairs. in wheelchairs. Yeah. This is part of people's bucket lists. This is something that really? they say. Really? People want to do this. We have a, the, our, our chairman of the executive committee, Irving Langer. Yeah, wants, I know Irving. Wants, wants, to, wants to do this. He's going to do it? For a major milestone birthday because it's been on his bucket list. To repel now, you're, we know each other. You're looking at me like this is nuts. And Give me what? A I, break. No, what I'm saying to you is this is creative. This is oh, wow. I agree with this you. This is wow for people who don't look. You either get it, or you kind of don't, chicken. or you're should chicken. I, should I try to talk Irving down? Should I try? No, to, no, no. <laughs> but but, I try, but the people, I try to get him to the stop people who get it look at us and go, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Sign me up!" I'm well, how, wait one second. What's the reaction been? Have, have people been knocking down the door to do this or not? Yes, yes. And it's unbelievable. People in our community have been knocking down the door to do this? I have to tell you. I'm what? going over with Susie. I'm going over. We're going over. David Mandel is going over. We're all going. We're, we're go, over. We're going over the edge for hell. Do you know that about 30 seconds ago I was going to ask before we got into – I got sidetracked by the Irving uh, mention – I was going to ask if anybody in this room is going to do it. Absolutely. Knowing that nobody would. Absolutely. No way. Susie and me are very signed up. We have our own, my That's wife right. and I have our own uh, website already yep. to raise funds to send us over the edge. Now, for you and for people like you, my dear friend, there's something called a chicken fee, where for $360, you get to stand at the bottom and watch. But not. I'd pay 1000 to be guaranteed <laughs> I don't have to go up. <laughs> not only that, you get a chicken hat. Which is really fabulous and fashionable. I hope it fits me well. Right, and you get a T-shirt that says, "I was too chicken to go over the edge." Can I can I propose a better chicken fee or a better chicken uh, usage of my of my funds? Sure. Let me stand on the roof and watch this, and not go over. Can I do that? We might have you broadcast live from the roof. Now we're talking, but 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 looking down the whole time. Good, but don't you dare. Try to, you know. Well, we also have a category. I, I, exactly. can't, I can't say for sure that the folks here at uh, JM and the AM and the staff aren't going to chip into something that we also have, which is called Toss the Boss, where for $2,500, employees of an organization chip in to make sure the boss goes over the edge. My for people are too charity. loyal. <laughs> My people would never do it. They wouldn't make me repel off this building. I don't know. I think some folks want to do some more co-hosting, uh, you know, <laughs> fill-in hosting. So, Could you imagine this building would be scary for me? And it's, what, a four floors high? Could you imagine 20 stories? Yeah, we've taken a look. Well, Lori and I have been up on the, tw- on, the, uh, on the roof, and we took a panoramic video. Beautiful skyline views of Manhattan on a sunny day. You could see the Freedom Tower, and you could see uh, – it's beautiful. It's gorgeous up there. Actually, well, when if, we, if I was up there on the 20th floor, I wouldn't be worried about whether I could see the man. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be worried what's about to happen. Well, you say, I'd be ma much, rabu masecha Hashem. Okay, understood. Take but, the but, look. But I'd be much more concerned about getting to where I could see the ground really up close. Look, you know, it, let's put it this way. You wanted me to make a prediction here on the air? 
10 Jewish organizations are going to be lining up to do this after we're done with this. What do you do if the weather's bad? The only reason we what if there's a superstorm said there's okay. a, then our <laughs> then our crack then our crack OHEL staff goes out into the community and services people who are affected. Understood. Okay, but aside that from was that, a softball. You well, just but what do you me. do with the repelling thing? Well, you have a rain date. No, there is no, a rain no, there is no rain date. Well, oh well, yeah. I mean, we will go down in rain. Really? The only way we does will the company stop know that. What company? That's taking care of this whole thing. Do they know of that? Of course. They're they the know they, they could do the rain. Yes, no problem. The only thing we, we would stop Because when they do San Diego, they don't have these problems. Electrical either. storm. Oh, that's the only thing. Lightning would be a problem. But if Robert Katz is coming, we can probably expect rain. <laughs> he's our he's our rain god. Every time he comes to something, it rains. Interesting. It's okay. I do, I do that for the state of Israel. I didn't realize you do that. At a yeah, much we smaller should ship him over. Snow. You bring we snow. Snow to Israel. Yeah, we should ship Robert over. <laughs> so we should thank Century Twenty One, who's one of our corporate sponsors. Are we, they? Uh, is that their building or something? No, or they, they're, no. They're, they're but, but they're friends of Ohel and 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 they support our work. And you mean the work. store, or you mean the real estate agency? I mean the store. You mean the store? I mean Century Twenty One Department Store. Right. Gotcha. Yes. And Heritage Capital Group, right. um, um, uh, very uh, fascinating gentleman, Steve Greenberg, who owns the building and owns some some real estate there. He and his who folks. Who called him? It was you or you who called them for this building? It was me. And you called him. And what yeah. was his reaction? He 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 was very. Um, he's one of these type of guys, real New York, boom 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 when he speaks. So he said, "What's what do you want to do?" I said, "We want to jump off your building, rappel down." It's for children with disabilities and, and you know, foster children. He goes, okay, I got it. No problem. C- call, my, call my people. and Let's get it done. That and, was it. And can I go over? Oh, yeah, and he did Is say he that. Is he going he's, over? He's yeah, yeah, going yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, several staff members. He said, I want to be the first to go over. Yeah. It's funny. Initially, Robert and I were like, <laughs> we're going to do 40 stories. It's going to be awesome. And so then when they told us it's only 20 stories, I went, oh, 20 stories. And then both of us were going, oh, 20 stories. We want to do 40 stories. But I have to tell you, we got to that roof and we looked down 20 Are stories. You kidding me? And I'm like, wow. But do you know what they told me? The, I wouldn't do five. Well, the, the people, stories. the actual repellers who run the yeah. program, they did indica- indicate to us in Delaware that if it's over 20 stories, it's not as great of experience because you have to use your hand to, they call it the thingy. You guide to, it? Yeah, to squeeze, right. you know, to get your get yourself down. You have That's to hold you. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually don't. You, we, but, but the point is, if you do over 20, um, your hand starts to get stiff. Uh, and so when people come down, they're like, ah, my hand. Right. Uh, Risking permanent injury if it's more than 20 floors. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just get a, you know, you'll get carpal tunnel syndrome. Here's the, just here's trying to think of more excuses not to do here's it. Here's the point. How many fawns are out there? Every, hey, don't put down the thons. They're the great. Thons are no, great. that's my bread and butter. I'm Team Ohel, so I go. love we, my thons. We have Team Ohel. We do thons. We do it. Every, but everyone's doing thons. And I want to be... I want OHEL to be ahead of the curve. Right. I want us looking into the next into the next frontier. So we're repelling off buildings. We're repelling off why buildings. Not? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. The question is why, not why not. Because <laughs> it's there. Laurie. Because it's there. Don't walk in here and ask why not. <laughs> you walk in here and I ask why. <laughs> okay, Robert Kennedy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hell, extreme over the edge. You get to repel 20 stories on May the 20th, which I believe is a Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. At the Heritage Capital Group in Newark, New Jersey. Do we know what street it's on? Do we know the address? 550 Broad Street. Oh, it's on Broad Street. Yes, it is. Right downtown. My old haunts on Broad Street. Uh, Join dozens, they're predicting. 
I don't know if you're going to get dozens. Come on. Uh, oh, believe me. Has about a hundred. We're getting. They're going to be a hundred people doing we're, this. We're hoping for one hundred people yes. from the tribe. By the way, we have a group from South Florida who's looking to fly. Just like we go down, our people go right. down and run in in, in Barbados right. or in Miami. We have a group from Florida who can't access over the edge in Miami for their own Jewish causes because right. it's already locked in for a Special Olympics in Miami. Right. So they've always wanted to do it in Miami, but they want to do it for a Jewish cause. So we've got a group of folks flying up who want to fly up from Miami and do it up here in Newark. And we also got Investors Bank. They're creating a team. And hopefully, um, you know, we met the guys from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. His 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 branch is what they're not to, going over. Yes, his branch wants to go over the edge. Yeah, no, they but are. he himself, Jonathan. I, I yeah, I think he wants to do it. Uh, We're not going to have that many spots left. We're not going to have many. Spots. Oh well, so I, I, it's a shame that I'm taking so long to decide if I want to do it. Oh, what a shame. We have staff members who are signing up, and I find that fascinating because what the, OL staff members? Yeah, because unfortunately for these type of events, I can't just give. The spots gratis. Right, that's true. And, you know, our staff work really hard. They give a lot of their time. And they're and, raising money. And they're willing to raise money for this experience. What was the chicken fee? Uh, 360. 360. 360. <laughs> You'd look good. Would you like the hat in red or yellow? <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> It'll I'll be give a red you 720. I don't want there to be confusion. I want people to know I'm really chicken. I don't want any confusion there. <laughs> well, I assume the green means you're going over, Which right? Which one of your children is doing this who's age 16 oh. or over? Oh, if you're 16, you could do it? Yosef's yeah. coming? Yosef's coming. I, if there's one who would, If there's one who's going to come, it's going to be Yosef. By the way, will, I got people, it, will people video these things? Of course. They have, some of them, <gasps> you can have a camera Go-pros. attached. We have gobos attached to the oh. helmets. And we're also having a team of videographers there. By the way, if I'm there that day, I'm putting a GoPro on my head just to show people what I'm seeing. If I'm on the roof and uh, looking down at these crazy people who are jumping. Live on the network. Exactly. Anyway, a 20-story building. All programming preempted for Over the Edge. <laughs> oh, hell's Over the Edge. 20-story building with amazing, the amazing views of Manhattan is like, you know, is, this, is that really an important thing that if someone goes up there, they'll be able to see amazing views? Like I said, did I mention earlier that there are places on 280 where you can see amazing views of Manhattan? You know, the truth of the matter is, obviously, we looked into doing this in Manhattan. Oh, you try to attract the Miami people to them. We want them to feel right, exactly. Like that's a cool thing. Exotic. I live a mile from the Statue of Liberty. I've never been there, but you know, from Miami, you want to you want to see the Manhattan skyline and all that. I got you. I have to say, when we're watching, when I was watching the event, most people were pretty much focusing <laughs> on the in building. front of them and going down. I know, yeah. exactly, right. One gentleman, he was well, really... Well, Delaware has those skylights off, or what do you want? That's true, but there was <laughs> one... Folks in Wilmington are really upset now who are listening on the internet. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, there was a gentleman, he was a very large man, 6'4". His kids and adult children were down below, and when he got halfway through, he says, oh, I can't do this anymore, and they have a walkie-talkie where they'll talk you down, and if you really couldn't go any further. Yeah, People what do they will, do? They have teams that will come down and just help you to get down. And it takes about 11 minutes. That's all it takes. But this gentleman, by the time he got to the bottom, they told, put your feet down. And he's like, I can't. But he was really like four Suspended, inches. Right? But they ended up just dropping him on the floor. because <laughs> he, he was four inches off the ground. And his kids were, it was like How hysterical. many people are on the wall at once? Or is two. It we have two, two ropes going once. down. So 11 yeah. minutes each. And each person is attached with two ropes. Right. It's not just one rope. You have two ropes. There's a safety rope and a regular rope. See, I rope. don't think the scary part is when you're on floor 17. I think the scary part is that first step. It is. That first over-the-edge step. But it's amazing. And you've never done it. No. But you're going to do it May 20th. I am. Oh, am I going to psych you out before but that I'm first step? But I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights. As am I. 
So then you what should do it. What are you buying chicken, <laughs> chicken fees for? No, you should do it. Conquer your fear. That's what this oh, is about. Oh, that's what I should do. I should conquer my fear. Yes. That's the inherent message in Ohel's branding Conquer here. my fear conquer and your panic fears. and not sleep for two overcome, months beforehand. Overcome the stigma of people <laughs> making fun of you. Really? Well, kind no, of. We can really. make it. Into it <laughs> we but, can make yeah, it. Yeah. We'll make it whatever you want. Uh, how do you register for all this on May 20th? Go to ohelldoyoudare.org. Ohelldoyoudare.org. You can speak with Lori Seneser, right? Correct. 718-972-9338. 718-972-9338. Are you asking people to start the sponsorships at a certain level, a, a minimum? A the minimum fundraising for this event is, is $1,000, which is reasonable. Which is very reasonable comparative to the other races. Oh, yeah. You know, marathons, unfortunately, we do pay a high price. People don't know. With these teams that we do, right. you know, New York City Marathon half, we have to pay for those spots. Correct. And they're not cheap. So that's why sometimes they're 2500 3600 fundraising minimum. But here uh, it's 1000 It's 1000 I think it's a deal. Yeah. We're giving you a deal to go no, over the No, it's, it's a reasonable goal for, for anybody over 16 to reach. And I would be able to, you know, if you do choose to, to go over the edge, I will provide you with a, you know, a fundraising page. Right. I will pr- provide you with tips, you know, how to raise the money, Facebook status Updates, tweets, uh, email—you know that you a template that you can just modify. I can't wait till someone raises over a thousand bucks and then chickens out. That'll be the greatest. Not many people do. Oh come on! You no, know, they get the, my prediction. You ready, Lori? Here's yeah, my I prediction. Hear your prediction. I want Robert to really cringe when I say this. Here's my prediction. Yes. You'll get 500 people. Yes. The day of the event, five will agree to go over. That's my prediction. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's know. absurd. You're a smart guy. I what are you know. talking about? I'll take I'm that just, bet. I'm just trying to emphasize how I'm on, this, I'm on the re- real regular side I of people. I think we've exposed <laughs> Nahum Siegel here, ladies and gentlemen, because I've never seen him sweat on the air. He's 90, but he's, I'm with the 95% who would never do this. That's all I'm saying. you having a panic attack as we speak? I, are you kidding? I've had a panic attack since I saw the end of the paper. Yeah, I people were coming up to me at Shul, yeah. saying, "Are you Michigan?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, you that's have why a whole, I said it's an insane. You have a whole analysis. extreme sports subculture right. you, that you know, Tough Mudder. Come you've on, heard of Tough Mudder? Yes, listen. Yeah, that's an that's an insanity. Okay, well, that'll be up at Camp Cayley in a few. In, in, <laughs> maybe <by next laughs> that's year. our next project. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if all the rabbis approve of that. We're thinking of building a Tough Mudder course. Interesting. Um, all I could say is, you know the routine. You knew you'd come in here and you'd get this kind of reaction. Obviously, if 500 people are doing this, all 500 are going to go over. But until we get to that day, I'll claim only five will because (laughs) I'm out to prove that I'm on the side of humanity that really understands that this thing is completely insane and crazy. Come (laughs) Jews are tough people. That's true. talking about? Any members of the Israeli military coming in to do this event, they'd appreciate it. Child's play for them. Can you imagine a paratrooper showing up today in this studio? He would just jump and say, let me get it over with. And looking at me and saying, what are you, a baby? (laughs) Get out of my way. I'm going to downtown Newark. I got some repelling to do. (laughs) You You brought up something, though, that's important also. If there's anybody out there who has any repelling experience, you don't have to be certified. If you work the ropes at camp or you were in the Israeli army, Dr. We, Laz, we, could use, we could use you as a volunteer for the day of the event. Very good. There you go. Okay. Robert Katz, I thank you. It's not every day that people come on no. this show to promote repelling 20 stories Correct. down a building. Not to ask people to go and, and get themselves sponsored to jump off a building. doesn't usually happen. <laughs> Lori, thank you. Thank you. It was uh, really a pleasure. Ohelldoyoudare.org. We'll meet you in downtown Newark on the 20th of May. Speak to Ohel before that. They'll tell you how to raise the money and how to participate in this uh, uh, unbelievable 
event. I'm moving away from the crazy and insane. I will simply call it an unbelievable event. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmdm.org.
performer, Rabbi Baruch Levine.
JM in the AM, Miami with Yavo. I'm just uh, I'm taking a look at some of the uh, announcements that have come out of the uh, Shirenu slash Miami uh, end of the uh, Jewish music world over the last couple of days, and they have quite a Cholamoid planned. Boy, oh boy, do they have quite a Cholamoid planned. That was Miami with Yavo. You heard Baruch Levine with Bitchu, God Elbaz with Hashem Melech here at JM in the AM. First of all, They've announced that on uh, on Cholamoy there will be an ultimate Pesach spectacular with Miami, Uncle Maishi, and the twins from France, plus outdoor rides, carnival games, food, and plenty more at Brooklyn College Thursday Cholamoy in two shows, noon and 2.30. That's the first thing that they announced. Then they announced, and it's going to be hard to not get confused about all these uh, different events, but I'll try to uh, lay it out. In an organized fashion, they've announced that Matzei Shabbos Mania, meaning that Matzei Shabbos Cholamoid will take place with eighth day at the Shulamit Auditorium on Saturday night, April the 19th. That's Matzei Shabbos, uh, information about the, that's Matzei Shabbos Cholamoid. Information about all of that, uh, you could go to, uh, JewishTickets.com. They already have it up there. Then Avramel, a magical evening with Avramel number two. You may recall last Cholamoid, uh, Pesach. There was an amazing uh, Saturday night Cholamoid event. This time it's going to be Avremo, Barry Weber, the first time in concert, David Gabe, and the Zmiro's Choir. That's Saturday night at Brooklyn College. You can go to the uh, JewishTickets.com and get information on that. And then, of course, uh, Miami, as we've been telling everybody, uh, Thursday night Cholamoid, and then Saturday night up in uh, Muncie, New York. Uh, Thursday night in Brooklyn, and then Saturday night up in Muncie, New York. Uh, we'll round out, uh, I believe that rounds it out. There may be more, actually, but I believe that'll round out the entire, uh, Cholamoy. Let me just see if I'm right for a second here. Um, yeah, that's going to be Thursday night Cholamoy with, uh, Miami, the Miami alumni, Benny Friedman, Simcha Liner, Zmiro's Choir. That's happening in Brooklyn. And, uh, and then Miami will be uh, up in Muncie on this Saturday night. I believe that's accurate. But it's possible that that one has not even officially been announced yet. So I'm not sure if you should even pay attention to it. Hey, <laughs> until we officially announce it. Uh, a reminder from JBI Library, the free large print Haggadahs for the visually impaired and reading disabled. Um, are available absolutely free. You just have to call the library before April 7th to try to take care of it today. If you know somebody who would enjoy the Pesach Seder even more, if they had a uh, a large print Haggadah, call 1-800-999-6476. That's 1-800-999-6476 for information about that. I also have another uh, a pre-Pesach announcement that's uh, very important. For a lot of people who've started their Pesach cleaning, the Mothers of Multiples Baby Equipment Gamach provides uh, high chairs, cribs, strollers, anything you don't need anymore that's still in good condition. You can give it to the Mothers of Multiples Baby Equipment Gamach, and they will distribute it uh, to Mothers of Multiples who are in need of um, strollers and cribs and high chairs, etc. Call them at area code 718-253-6234. That's 718 718- Two five three six two three four, and we take this opportunity to wish a Mazaltov, 
uh, to uh, Janet and Lior Hode and to uh, Eden and Dr. Jeffrey Aronoff and to Sharon and Ari Green. Uh, Friends of Lubavitch of Bergen County have their 17th annual dinner this coming Sunday at the Woodcliffe Lake Hilton, and they are all among the honorees who will be recognized this coming Sunday night. Entertainment will be Benny Friedman with the Sheer Soul Group. And, um, again, a mazal tov to uh, uh, the honorees for Friends of Lubavitch of um, uh, Bergen County. And uh, you can contact them in Teaneck, New Jersey, to get your reservations in and to uh, be there uh, this coming Sunday night. Mazal tov. It's Wednesday, JM in the AM at 24 minutes after 8 o'clock.
Yeah, we did forget about this song last week, but I'm told we could still play it during the month of Adar, <laughs> and probably beyond that as well. Tim Chetz, David Gabay, on a Wednesday morning here at JM and the AM, 8.32, 28 minutes before 9 o'clock. Libi, L-I-B-I, is the official fund of the IDF. It was established in 1980 by then-Prime Minister Menachem Begin and IDF Chief of Staff Rafael Eitan to provide for the educational, religious, medical, and recreational needs of Israeli soldiers. American Friends of Libby uh, raises money for the organization. It's run by a network of volunteers. 
They do some amazing work, including a, a, a great project they just had uh, for the holiday of Purim and uh, many other things as well. Dr. John Grossman is with us live via telephone. He's chairman of the American Friends of Libby. And as it's uh, described here, he's one busy man. He's a hand and nerve surgeon down at the Miami Children's Hospital. And uh, using his medical expertise, he's developing a similar program at Schneider Children's Hospital in Petach Tikva. And he is a chairman of Libby USA. Dr. John Grossman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. A lot of our listeners never heard of Libby. Uh, L-I-B-I, could you, uh, I, I know I just gave somewhat of a description, but could you give us uh, some details about what Libby USA and what the organization and fund does in Israel? Well, it's, it's, actually, an, it's actually an Israeli uh, organization. It's actually part of the IDF. Libby actually stands, it's, it's, an, it's an acronym for the Hebrew Lama'an Bitachon Yisrael, for, this, for the security of Israel. And it was a, it was a, uh, an office in the IDF that was formed for the purpose of providing non-military uh, assistance, you know, for for the soldiers, educational things, extra medical things, um, when they need um, uh, social social activities, um, we buy Sifrei Torah to fill in all that sort of stuff. So it it it, it was established to provide a wide range of of non to raise money for a wide range of non military things for the soldiers. And they actually raise a lot of money. They have telethons and talkathons in, in Israel um, just for this purpose. If you ask any Israeli, any taxi driver uh, about Libya and he'll he'll immediately it's funny that's the first thing that came to my mind is next time I land in Israel, I will in fact ask some of the cab drivers about it. If it's in existence 34 years later, it must be doing some amazing work, and I'm glad to hear that there's an effective American branch, and congratulations on your chairmanship. What can you tell us about the Purim campaign, uh, which distributed Mishloch Manot uh, around the country to IDF soldiers? How did it go? Uh, it went very well. We we actually sent out a thousand. We, we they were hand delivered a thousand personalized um, packages for soldiers, and each package actually had a a personal handwritten letter from the from the donor. Uh, and the feedback we got was it was that this was uh, really quite a quite a meaning quite a quite a meaningful thing. Early, earlier this winter, you know, there was a terrible um, bout of cold weather. Right. In Israel, especially in the north, uh, and we had a very successful campaign. We provided um, extra warm weather clothing for a number of the brigades that are that are in the north on the Syrian border: paratroop brigades, border patrol brigades, uh, and this was a um, another very successful campaign that that, that we were involved with uh, this year. Dr. John Grossman is with us, chairman of Libby USA. Um, what other types of things go on during the year? I mean, you mentioned, for instance, uh, uh, educational materials that might be uh, necessary. I mean, are, are there any specific things that our listeners would find intriguing? Because I'd like to get as many people involved as possible. Any specific campaigns that we could offer to them? Well, if you if you if you go on if you go on our website, which is friendsofleby l i b i friendsofleby dot org, you'll you'll there's a description of, of some of the different sorts of programs. Actually, now that um, now that poor, the forum campaign is over, our, our big focus is 
to work with the IDF field hospital. You know, um, everybody, I'm sure, read in the papers that uh, when there was the, the earthquake in, in Haiti and the, um, right. the problem in Japan, and right. now most recently uh, in the Philippines, right. the Israelis were the, were the first on the scene. And it's actually an IDF, it's an Army hospital, it's an Army field hospital that's, um, that's directed actually by, by a surgeon, uh, by a heart surgeon at uh, Shari Tzedek, uh, Ofer Marin. And, 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 and this, is, this, is, this is what represents Israel and what gets all of the, of the press. And what we're, our goal now is to try to provide uh, as much support as we can over the next year to the field hospital. They, they, they need a lot of sort of equipment and, and things that, that they don't necessarily need in Israel. But when they go to these, to these countries that are having these, um, you know, facing these terrible disaster problems and such, there's, there's, there's certain equipment that, we, that they need and, and support. And, and so we're going to try to provide some of that um, for them with, with a campaign that we're, that we're getting wound up uh, we're 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 getting started over over the next um, over the next few months. So, so this is going to be our real focus. We think it's really important these days too because Israel needs as much positive press as they can as they can get, and we think that this really shows another side of the I, of the IDF, which which people don't don't appreciate the humanitarian work that that they do and. Um, so this is this is going to be our, our new focus. Well, there's no question, and you mentioned about how the press concentrates on it. I wish the press would concentrate on these types of stories more. But as you said, there is an incredible feeling for everybody around the world who loves Israel when they see places like Haiti and the Philippines get help from Israeli doctors and people being there on the spot and babies being named Israel, which I'm sure you remember. Uh, that's something that we that we in honor of uh, the help that came. From the state of Israel, and I read uh, when I was preparing for this conversation, uh, somebody from your office had informed us that those Israeli field hospitals are actually set up now to treat Syrian refugees as well. That's true. There's actually, there's actually, um, and, and it's actually gotten some press in, in the you know in the American papers. But there's a, a an IDF field hospital very close to the Syrian border that is that is receiving uh, you know large numbers of 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 Syrian refugees with uh, with serious wounds, um, illnesses, they're delivering babies. Uh, I mean, they're 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 providing you know on the on the front lines medical care for these unfortunate people who who are being driven out of their homes, you know, because of the conflict in Syria today. All right, Dr. John Grossman is with us. He's chairman of Libby USA, uh, Laman Bitachon Yisrael is what Libby stands for in Hebrew. Um, you're a, a nerve and hand specialist, uh, uh, and you are now setting up a similar program to what you have in Miami, as we said, at Schneider's Hospital in Israel. We're always curious about this, whether we go through uh, personal situations where we're visiting Israel and, God forbid, something happens, or just in general. How would you categorize uh, the advance of, uh, of the field of medicine in Israel in general, when you take your program in Miami and now you want to duplicate it in Israel, are they close already to what you have down there? Yeah, it's 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 it's, Amer- it's, Amer- it's American medicine in Israel. It's uh, it's 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 first class, top flight. You know, uh, not only in terms obviously of the of the of the 
physicians and surgeons and, and all the other, you know, ancillary help, but in terms of the, the equipment, the medications, uh, you know, everything. What, what I, what I really specialize in is a, is a, is a very, um, a very boutique sort of super specialized area. I, my practice now is primarily treating children who have, um, birth injuries to the, to the nerves that supply their arm. Wow. And, uh, so obviously there are very few of these cases in Israel just because of the size of the population and also because, you know, the quality of the obstetrics. But, they're, but they've been interested in still having available uh, this kind of surgery rather than, you know, I, I, I see the patients in the States. I take care of Israeli patients over here who have the injury. And so the people I work with, over, we thought that it would be worthwhile to have this service available there in Israel, and in fact, um, there's, a, there's there's now a surgeon at Schneider's Hospital in uh, in Pertikva, um, uh Danny Weigel, who has a clinic, uh, you know, seeing these these brachial plexus birth injury patients, and we collaborate uh, very closely and uh, to develop this service. So it's just another another very sophisticated aspect of Israeli medicine that's um, that's coming about. Wow, unbelievable! People like you continue to amaze us by the way back to Libby for a moment uh the, the organization is filled with an amazing network of volunteers uh i saw here on the website that a very large percentage of donations do go directly to support israeli soldiers whether it's campaign like we outlined uh, what you guys did for purim or the blanket and uh and warm clothing campaign that you mentioned or now the field hospital campaign which is uh ready to commence so uh, people should know that a very large percentage of whatever they give is heading straight to the israeli soldiers yeah, it's it's actually it's actually um, about ninety five percent of the funds, or or more, you know, depending on the individual circumstance. But um, basically, we're an all volunteer organization, and we believe that that you know the a significant portion of the donations should go for their intended cause. So obviously, we have to spend a little money. You know, um, we do everything on online, and and we have we actually have someone in Israel who takes care of our newsletters and uh, our online presence. But aside from that, it's a group of volunteers, um, East Coast, West Coast, who, uh, who who really manage things. Libby is an official fund of the IDF, everybody. If you want to support it, go to friendsofleby.org. You'll see there the, uh, the tab to donate at the very top of the webpage, friendsofleby.org. And as you heard Dr. Grossman say, the field hospitals and uh, uh, the incredible work that they do uh, is the um, are going to be the beneficiaries of their uh, uh, campaign that's commencing as we speak. Dr. Grossman, what a uh, pleasure to speak with you and to meet you in this forum. Hope to get to meet you in person one day. So do I. Thank you very much. Dr. John Grossman, he's chairman of Libby USA, very special organization, part of the IDF for the last 34 years, 16 minutes before 9 o'clock on a Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. The sky is so blue, blue, and Jerusalem. And the wisdom is so high. You can see it.
Benzion Lehrer, amazing selection entitled Jerusalem. 11 minutes before 9 o'clock, JM in the AM. New York Times article from this morning, the Israeli military said Wednesday that its planes had attacked several Syrian army positions across the Israeli-Syrian ceasefire line in the Golan Heights. 
in response to a bomb attack against Israeli forces along a frontier a day earlier. The attacks appeared to be the most intense exchange between the the most intense exchange across the ceasefire line since the Syrian civil war began three years ago and raised the stakes along a frontier that has been mostly quiet for 40 years. The Israeli military said in a statement that it had hit a Syrian army training facility, a military headquarters and artillery batteries that had, quote, aided and abetted the bomb attack on Tuesday when an explosive device was detonated against an Israeli army patrol. Israeli forces immediately responded with artillery fire against Syrian military positions. It was the third bomb attack or attempted attack along Israel's northern borders in less than two weeks. It was being viewed in Israel as the most serious because it was the first to cause Israeli casualties, wounding four soldiers, one severely. New York Times article about Israel attacking Syrian positions in the Golan Heights. Headline doesn't mention that it was in response to a bomb attack on uh, Israeli soldiers, but... Uh, be that as it may, I guess. 33 degrees, afternoon showers, a high of 44. Don't forget, coming up 10 minutes from now, the top nine at nine. Will Simcha Liner take the top spot in our top nine at nine? Yassi's Wag has that answer for you coming up between nine and 10 this morning on our stream at jmdm.org. And then at 10 o'clock, album of the week. Thank you, Mark Zamek. He's put together Schlockrock's Purim Torah as today's album of the week in honor of the month of Adar. That'll be uh, coming up between 10 and 11. At 11 o'clock, Yossi's Y get a brand new live lunch Wednesday. The Z Report live lunch will be on uh, between 11 and 1, featuring a whole bunch of great new music and b- brand new concert information. Make sure you check it out. Z Report live lunch between 11 and 1 uh, today on jmandtheam.org. More coming up. It's JM and the AM, and this is brand new from Yakov Shweki.
I believe they're about to release a brand new CD. I think I saw that online. It's the Maccabees with Marabu here at JM and the AM. Yaakov Shweki before that from the Kolot CD. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 
93.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a Wednesday for us here at JM and the AM, 9 at 9 with the Ussies Wag is next on our stream at jmtheam.org. Album of the week is Schlockrock's Purim Torah starting at 10 o'clock, live lunch at 11 a.m. with the Ussies Wag. Make sure to be tuned in all day long to our stream at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.